If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Rocking right now. Heck yeah. It's cold. He's covering the ball. It is chilly. It's out cold there. out here. Yeah. Cold. Hastings is back. We got Hastings. It's all good. Nice. And, and by the way, uh uh 80s cruise. 80s cruise. I have no idea who said Disney Cruise. It was Lindall. Andy well, Lindall. It, yeah. Your buddy. It, yeah, well, well, there you go. And that, now you know why he's not on PhD. <laughs> now you know why he doesn't have a doctor's degree. I mean, let, let, let's be honest. That's right. I will say this. Uh, uh, had a heck of a time. Did take my daughter. She did get a little charm bracelet that had Mickey Mouse on it. Heck so, yeah. I mean, I mean, there was there was some Disney. They sold shirts on it um, called the uh, the Love Boat. <laughs> and I don't know if that's the name of the of this ship or, or what, but. Their horn, you know, the brrrr, yeah, that brrr. they always push that big fog horn yeah. when they take off. This one went It was it was like that, and they would do it like two or three times. Like oh, and then about the second time you're doing it, because you always hear what. Yes. And everybody, and then you hear the whole boat going, the love boat. You know they start singing stuff. Um, but '80s cruise, they had three tribute bands there, and, and uh, I think one of them may have or has has before played at uh, Red Rocks. Mm. But they had a Journey uh, um, tribute band, which I forgot how talented and how great of a singer Steve Perry with Journey is. Go back, maybe we can play some Journey for you today. He, that dude can sing. And the singer's pretty good. Then they did a Bon Jovi. Dude, you, I never see I never seen more walkers and, and limping fifty year and sixty year old women run up to a stage in my life. <laughs> they, 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 they was they was bringing the walkers. Man, they was Hey, this guy sounded just like this. Real quick, Scott, before you go on, because I got to hear more about this, but we do got to give somebody an opportunity to go to Vegas so they can enjoy free time like mm. you just enjoyed. Let's do uh. it, DT. Our forgiveness, our football forgiveness contest. Top of every hour, we're yeah. calling a name, and right now we are looking for you, Miss Jackson, Janine Jackson. 
We are looking Jonathan for Jackson. Janine Jackson. for real. <laughs> 303-504-0925. Janine, you are officially uh, on the clock. Janine. Let's go, That's Janine. A good name. All right, Scotty. So let, I got a question, though, about the 80s. Mm. Did, did you bring the Zumbas? Oh, good question. Yeah. Uh, let me see. No. What? No. No. Forgot all about them. Uh, forgot. But, but Mama... Uh, uh, the warden, the warden did go out and some and found found two XLT. And, and Tyler will tell you, the the LT right, the, the long call, yeah. oh, are hard to find. And, and, Especially yeah, they, when they, you're they, an well, XLT, Scott. See, I, I don't know yeah. what, what you're rocking. I'm rocking the XLT. Ooh. Those are hard to find. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm I, well. If XLT is hard, I'm I'm doing two XLT. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> but but man, I had a I had a, a Bart Simpson. Uh, a T-shirt I wore one day. Sweet. I had an MTV nice. T-shirt that that was really sweet. Uh, what else? There was two other ones. So uh, yeah, I had kind of an '80s themed T-shirts on uh, for those three days, uh, which was kind of cool. And then and then it's funny we went on the tour. I didn't even realize it, but what I wore from here was a Sammy Hagar, <laughs> and you know he was kind of yeah. he, he kind of had. I think '55 was in the '80s, Heck right? Yeah, I can't drive '55. Yeah. Um, but no, it was good. It was relaxing. It was cool. They did a great job. The food was awesome. You know, it, when the wind blew, it got a little chilly. You know, I'm not sure cruises in February. Sure. You know, it ain't like going to the Bahamas in June, right, right. where you're just sweating <laughs> everything. But uh, no, nah, man, it was relaxing. It was fun. Uh, the warden did a good job. Um, Ellie was great. She loved it. The the people were awesome. And like I said, so I got to see Journey, uh, Bon Jovi, and then a U2. Uh, all of them were kind of tribute bands. Uh, the the dudes that did uh, Bon Jovi, like I said, when Bon Jovi came out, man, there was more 50 and 60. Heck yeah. Uh, uh, blue gum, gray-haired uh, old ladies coming out there, man. Mm-hmm. They was just jamming. Smelled like right? Marble they Reds was, and Keystone Light, baby. Oh, my, <laughs> man. It was, it, yeah, smelled, smelled like back teen and back, back, back teen and mimosa, man. <laughs> it, was, it was, nah, but hey, they were, it was fun. It was, it was cool. Uh, it, one of the guys on the TV crew was actually there with his significant other uh and it got i messed his name up you'll love this so his name's Derek or dedrick dedrick okay Derek. you've messed Derek. it up again here live yep, 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 yep. well cool i hey, hey, it's, it's 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 Derek, but i called him dave oh okay so and, and so now i'm wrong. like and i'm like yeah screwed up i called him by the wrong name and he goes and i knew he was on the truck and and, and scott may had told me he was gonna be on the truck and blah 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 well he goes by the truck i go well, what's your nickname? I know I, I it was Boots is on the truck. He goes, well, they call me Mooney. And I go, you're Mooney? I know Mooney. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, knew, I knew of Mooney. I, I had no idea who Derek is. I don't I don't know. <laughs> who the hell is Derek? But his nickname was Mooney. Now, this guy, he wore the Zumbas and the headbands, yes. fake long hair, and the blow-up air guitars. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he was he was unbelievable. Uh, I want to hear uh, some more from it, uh, some adventures that you got yourself into. We're certainly going to get some of those. And then, of course, you will come back from a lovely cruise to the beautiful land that is Cleveland. So we'll uh, talk about that with yeah, the Nuggets out that? there. But the the Broncos have actually stolen the headways here this morning because they hired somebody. Yeah, buddy. They have themselves a defensive coordinator. And I, I don't know exactly how it's going to go, but I would Did assume really? there's going to be some good things happening with the defense, but there could be but, um, 
some bad things things. happening with the defense. uh, It's good things happening, but it's also bad things happening. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! He's back, baby! There's a lot of people around town that are freaking out about this hire with Vance Joseph right now. Why? I'm I'm, I'm a little bit uninspired by it, but not freaking out by it. Uh, I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. You, You know, Vance Joseph, I've always joked over the last few years Vance Joseph deserves an apology. I, and I, and I'm, from Denver? I, yes, from Denver fans, <laughs> yeah. like like from Broncos country. Somebody apologized to Vance Joseph because it wasn't his fault. All right. We all thought it was his fault, right? <laughs> um, his defenses, if you look at the rankings, it's, uh, it's a little bit uninspiring. I mean, I'll break it down more in detail as we move on here because we're, we're kind of uh, on the back end of the segment here. So I'll break it down a little bit later in the show. But his defenses, he's had some good years. He's had some really bad years. <laughs> Last year was a terrible year for his defense. Uh, they were 31st out of 32 teams in points I mean, allowed. He also didn't have any players either. Well, that, that's right. And, and if you go he, back he to had an years, old, he, he had a whole, an old 77, right? Uh who, J.J.? From Houston. J.J. Yeah, Watt, right? Yeah. He had an old, he had an old yeah. J.J. Watt. Mm-hmm. Who actually had a solid year, but it wasn't J.J. Watt. Right. Here. Yeah, and if you go back to J.J. Watt before that, he, you know, he's got <laughs> yes. some relatively yes. impressive years. Here's here's what I know. Uh, Van, Vance Joseph is going to run an attack defense. That That's what he's going to run. And Sean Payton was clearly looking for somebody that's going to bring the heat on the defensive side. He's been with Greg Williams for years. Uh, that dude knows how to bring the heat. He was he interviewed Rex Ryan. Matt Patricia got interviewed. Matt Patricia's now been hired as the linebackers coach of the Broncos. Uh, oh, I didn't they, even see that this morning. Yeah, so yeah, he's they, on board still. Yeah, he's on board. He's been okay. hired as the linebackers coach. Uh, they just hired Joe Lombardi mm-hmm. uh, on the offensive side. They retained Christian Parker, and ah, there was one other guy that they retained from last year's staff. I'm drawing a blank on who it was right now. Uh, but all the names are starting to fill out. So the Broncos coaching staff is slowly but surely uh, getting filled out. And it's about time because we've got the combine coming up on Monday. So they got it done. Sean Payton was dunking on media members last <laughs> night on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, searching his <laughs> own name, too. How did he, he find that tweet? That's a good question. <laughs> was he searching his own name? That's it, a so good question. It was our buddy Eric Goodman who tweeted, like, what the hell? Why is this taking so long? And there was no at Sean Payton. There was no even at Broncos. I guess he did the hashtag Broncos, I think. Uh, and then Sean Payton replies to him, and then the media. I, I mean, there's <laughs> some media members are in a desperate spot right now when there's no football to be done because they don't know how to do sports talk radio. Right. So they just grasp on the straws of anything that happens in the football world. So there were, I, I mean, there were media members in this town last night that couldn't even wear sweatpants around their own home because that tweet got them going so much. You know, I heard that Vance Joseph had an opportunity to go either to the Eagles or to the Broncos. Uh, and I'll say this for Vance. I, I'm going to give him some credit for being willing to come back here. And it wasn't too long ago that he was the head coach of the Denver Broncos sure. and he got fired. There's a lot of human beings on this planet that wouldn't want to go back to the same spot that they were fired. So at least I'll give him credit for not being afraid of the moment. And look, money talks. Which, right? which, which, yeah, let, let everybody else worry about that. Now, how you bring a guy back you did wrong and, and – Tyler said it right. We said it on the show before uh, 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 the families probably and and the the people in charge of the Brugs that time owed, owed Vance uh, uh, an apology because they gave him zero help, mm-hmm. yep. zero help, yeah. and and for a first time guy, that that's a lot of struggle. Kind of like McDaniel's first time here. I, I feel bad almost a little bit. I mean, he was a, a turd. 
but but no, they don't also feel bad for gave him, Scott. Me. Scott, don't ever well, feel bad for now. Josh hold McDaniels. Hold on now. Hold on now. Nope, nope. I will but not he, hold he, on when you say you feel bad for Josh McDaniels. I'm going to, and here's why. And I I don't like him, and he's a turd. Um, but they gave him all the power too, and he's a first time coach. Yeah, yeah. And, and so that was a mistake. You, you you lost your control to where you can tell him, dude, Josh, settle down. What are you doing? You couldn't do that because you basically made him the the GM also while he was here in his first his first gig. But so Vance has come back, but that ain't on any of us. We can sit there and say, "Well, my feelings would still be hurt." All right, a you you played at CU, b you've coached here and you like the area. You probably still have tons of friends here. He still has you a house here. You he probably has a house here. Yeah, he does. CU's, CU's blowing up right with all this stuff. Um, and, and you know what? He doesn't have an ego. Yeah, I got fired as a head coach, but now let me go back and show that I can coach to these people. So I, I have no problem with Vance. Let's see what he can do with the talent he has. Uh, and, and listen, we say this about Wade Phillips all the time. Some guys are better at, at, at coordinator positions than our head coaching. Yeah, 100%. I don't mind Vance coming back. Plus, like I said, we get to do all the fun VJ quotes, drops, and things, and I'm sure there'll be more of those. Oh, hopefully we'll get new ones too, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Let, let, Dan, Dan, Danny adjusted that board in, in two months, so right now we or two years probably, so we can maybe get some new ones. Yeah, right? yeah. Some more. Hey, by VJ. the way, I just figured it out because I, I I consumed a lot of this show, but I want to throw this out there to all our listeners who are listening to the program to keep listening. And see if you hear it, too. I found out who Tyler's voice sounds like. Oh, oh, really? Everybody knows who that is. I already know who it is. Seth Rogen? Who? Seth Rogen. No. 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 Oh, okay. Oh, wow. All right. Another Most one. people no. give no. me Seth Rogen. No, not even close. Oh, okay. Not even close. T- Teddy from Bob's Burgers. Teddy I- from Bob's Burgers. Wait, why don't I know what that I is? I know the show. I don't know that I, I know the I, character. I, I don't know what that is. Bob's Burgers, the animated yeah. show. Bob runs a burger yeah. joint with his family. Okay. His kid wears yeah, t- that thing Teddy's on his, his head. T- Teddy's his best, his best uh, customer. Okay. All right, All DT. Right. We got to find I'll, I'll have to hear yeah. this. Uh, I've never had uh, that one. Just, just go, ah, uh, Bob. Ah, uh, Bob. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> dude, dude. Uh, hey, well, hey, if if this show, which is a big hit show, ever needs a voice change, I'm telling you, you can slide in there for, for Teddy. All right. Good oh, I just I, I watched 100 Bob's Burgers over the weekend. Right. That's the only good show that I kind of did. Yeah. They have a movie. Oh, Bob's man. Burgers has a movie. You could be, you could have been a yeah, voiceover. I, I watched that this weekend. Right. I, I got to see that. DT, yeah. find something for I, us I, when we come back. I want to I want to compare and contrast oh, what this sounds. Bob. That sounds good, though. All right, let's hit our timeout. When we come back, let's continue talking uh, about what the Broncos have done. Matt Patricia did interview for the D.C. job, but Tyler just told you he's here now as, what did you say, linebacker's, linebacker's coach? Linebacker's coach. So, uh, Poo had it. Your defensive coaching experience uh, Vance Joseph, Matt Patricia, is Rex Ryan still involved in this in some uh, weird way? I've not consultant? heard anything about Rex Ryan. Uh, but we'll, we'll keep I that around. I wouldn't be shocked, though. I really wouldn't. Yeah, consultant yeah. role, something like I that. I don't know. We'll see. We'll uh, continue to monitor what's going on in Broncos country before the combine coming up on Monday. And as we said, the Nuggets, they finally play some basketball tonight. We'll talk about that next as well. <laughs> in the Mile High City. It's PhD. We're finally fully reunited, and it feels so good. The Nuggets will finally play some basketball this evening. 
Pre-game starting at 4.30 here. Tip off shortly after 5 o'clock, and I've got some post-game coverage for you here on 92.5. Hey, hey, can I – and I didn't get to see the All-Star game. Thank God! Yeah, you didn't miss much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, well, I wouldn't have watched it anyway. But um, because – and I love how Michael Malone all of a sudden rattled the cages, and now everybody's going, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. he's right. Yeah, and I'm like, dude – most basketball people have been saying that forever. I mean, the game just stupid. It's how many dunks can you do and how many stupid, you know, if you want the circus, get Barnum and Bailey to put up some tents and let, let's <laughs> let them play inside the tents if you want. Unless you're Nikola um, Jokic who refused to yeah. dunk based off the alley of mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving. You, you, Scott, you didn't yeah. watch, but Kyrie threw him two lobs, one like over his head, which was kind of cool, yeah, honestly. Yeah. And Nikola just Said, watched it sail over nah, his head. Nope, I don't think I'm going to go after that one. Yeah. It was awesome. Well, but but that being said, here was the most interesting thing coming back. Um, Draymond Green, I don't know if you guys saw it, in an interview live on the court, Giannis post-game, I think it was post-game mm-hmm. or sometime was, during yeah. the weekend, and and uh, uh, your, your guy down in New Orleans. Uh, Zion. Z- Zion. And, and we've said it on this show before, and I've said it a, a hundred times, people that know – Listen, Nicola, Nicola ain't going to jump up and catch a lob and slam it. No, no, he's you not. You know, it, it's going to be just absolutely perfect and about six inches above the rim. Okay, cool. Um, and he don't care. Uh, I, I was at a great conversation yesterday with somebody. Uh, he said, and here's the one thing with Joker. He said, you put Michael, for example, out in the corner, you got uh, a Gordon down low, and Joker gets in the lane on that little roll. What, which one are you going to stop? Okay, I'm going to stop the three. Mm-hmm. Well, Joker's going to either float it in or dump it down. I'm going to stop the floater. I'm going to dump it down. Okay, I'm going to start those. I'm going to stop those two guys on the inside. Okay, here's Michael in the corner. It, it, it's it's just it's just one of the reasons it's so efficient. And and the, the person I was talking to said, and he doesn't care. He doesn't nope. care if he scores 12 points. He, he wants to win. But to have Giannis, and I'll start with Giannis because this is also what this guy told me yesterday. Um. But Giannis saying, listen, don't let him fool you. Don't let this all this old shucks, goofy guy, whatever. He said, that guy's a killer. <laughs> all he cares about is winning. Mm-hmm. He, he said, you guys can be fooled about, but I, I like guys like him. He reminds me of me. Now, he, you know, he had to do the old self-congratulations. Uh, sure. But he said, this guy is a killer. Zion, similar stuff, right, mm-hmm. about how good is it. And then live in the game, they asked, you know, the TNT group, who's the toughest guy to guard? He goes, Dude, Nikola. Mm-hmm. He said. He said Jokic. He said. He said. And, and you know he's so big. He can do all this different stuff. But y'all don't. But I. So the one good thing for me t- coming out of the All Star Week, when you got peers sitting there saying, Nah, yeah, he's a BA. He's a BA. He's a killer. Mm-hmm. And then, then like I said, I had a, a, a talk with a, a, a guy, a, a, an executive on an NBA team yesterday, who, who was parroting the same thing parroting the same thing. This guy, y'all think he's just goofy and all shucks. Nah. And blah, 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 blah. He said he's a basketball savant, this guy told me. Come, a basketball savant. Coming up at one, I'll do a little bit of a kind of a state of the nuggets and the different feeling, that kind of what Scott's exactly talking about. I said it all through January. That, that feeling the Avs gave us a year ago in the month of January, yep. the Nuggets gave us the same feeling. Now we're turning the calendar to March, getting yep. ready for a postseason run. So at one o'clock, we're gonna we're gonna really look at that and tell you how I feel 
directly about the Nuggets' chances of winning an NBA championship. So looking forward to that at one. Um, I did see this. One more quick note in the NBA, because we mentioned it on the way out yesterday. Trey Young got a, his coach fired against Scotty, and I know we all know he's how he's He's got two feel. of them. Yep. Hey, he's, got, he's, he's got two coaches out of there you in four who, years. You see who now is the front row? They have two names that I think are brilliant, but I don't know how it works with old crybaby pants Trey Young. Uh, Ime Udoka, who's oh, officially okay. out with the Celtics because they took the interim yep, tag off yep. their guy. And then uh, the guy with the uh, – oh, the Jazz. Quinn Snyder. Quinn Snyder. Quinn Snyder is also on their radar, and Quinn is apparently the favorite, but they got their eyes on both. And I honestly would love to see just either of those guys take on the challenge that is Trey Young. Well, eventually, when you got a guy like that, I mean, listen, Magic Johnson got a guy fired, too. He got Paul Wested. Fired, and then we hired him. Ugh. Yeah, but Magic was good. <laughs> right, yeah. Tyler's got a Had rings, too. Yeah. No, that, that, well, but that's my point. I mean, there's been guys that, that have been in position who didn't like their coach and kind of got them up out of there. Um, but Magic's a Hall of Famer, guaranteed. Um, this guy here could score a lot, shoot the ball well, but he didn't make anybody around him better. There's no – well, he gets 10 assists a game. I, I got you. But but you just don't see him elevating a lot of other dudes' games, right? So I, I think it's interesting. Eventually this owner, was it Rasner, Resner, that, that owns the team, eventually he's going to say, um, I got to side with these guys. I got to side with this coach. Yeah, Mark. sure. Because when, I told you when I was down there, there was people within the organization saying we're better without him, without Trey Young, and, and, and the team's better and more fun and gets along. We ought to think about getting – they ought to think about trading him. Get some draft capital back for you or another superstar. Yeah, and you, oh, you could get a lot back from him, right? Heck, yeah, you could. You'd get a ton back from a dude like that. But, yeah, so that's interesting. We'll see what Atlanta does for their next head coach and see if it turns anything around there with old hey, Trey. all I know is when you're averaging, what, 27 and 10 and, and, and you can't even make a reserve in the NBA, there's a whole bunch of coaches sending a message. That's a good point. I didn't even yeah, think about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. a damn He's good point. He's averaging 10 assists and 27 and a half points a game, and you ain't a reserve? Yeah. I, I didn't Come even put that now. together. That's a really good call, yeah. Somebody on now. sent the message. Uh, you know what else in hoops real quick before we get back to Broncos? Shout out to the Colorado Buffaloes. They are, what, a couple hours away from getting an opportunity to knock off the number three team in the nation just up the street, right up 36 in Boulder. The number 21 Buffaloes playing host to the number three Stanford Cardinal today. At 3 o'clock. So, if you can get your butt up there, do so and support the Buffaloes. Yeah, so man. Stamp, and, and we ain't talking to women, are we? We, we are. Women it's or the ladies. The la- oh, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I was going to say, because I was going to say, we sucks. ain't talking to men. A, Stanford's men ain't three. Nah. <laughs> and B, CU men team ain't 21. No, they ain't. <laughs> right? So, so, listen, listen, the women's basketball program forever was great up there when Seal Berry was around. Seal Berry is one of the great college basketball coaches yep. of all time she was phenomenal Mm -hmm. so yeah shout out to the buffs let's get a dub today and make yourselves a national contender with a win over number three stanford Uh, all right i want to go back to the sean payton thing for a second yeah like should we just go whatever he's at home at 10 o'clock on a whatever last night was a wednesday night scrolling through twitter we're all (laughs) we're all idiots we all do it right now i don't know that i'll speak for myself I, i don't search my own name on the internet that just seems like kind of desperation in my eyes, but I don't know that I care so much he wrote back. I kind of care that he searched his name. Well, 
Well, it's a little bit ironic coming from the coach that said we need to be a little bit more quiet on social <laughs> Great media. Great point, right? yeah. So, so the coach that, yeah. <laughs> that, that said just like a week ago, you know, we're going to put in – what did he say? We're going to put in a few more deposits and a few less uh, – what, what was the phrase? Yeah, I something along. Like, we're going to put in more deposits but not publicly. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to do but, it publicly. We're not going to look for the affirmation publicly. So, yeah, there is some irony in it. But part of me is kind of like, I kind of like it. I kind of like that the coach is out there dunking on people right now because that's a dude that feels confident in his plan no matter what other people are saying about him. And you know what the bottom line is? Today we found out about five or six different coaches, maybe even more than that, honestly. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Those didn't all get decided in the last 12 hours. Those didn't all get decided in the last 24 hours. Those are coaches that he had already figured out, that they already had a plan, they already had a contract with, they already had worked it all out, but the building is silent. The building is not having the leaks that you usually have, especially coming out of a new facility. Yeah, so, that's a good point, uh, I, You know, it, it's ironic uh, that, that he said it. It's ironic that he was talking about the, the social media, but – I kind of liked it, dude. I kind of liked the boxy of, of the coach saying, I don't care what anybody says. You're about to find out. It, it is. I, well, uh, Teddy, I'll just tell you this right here. Um, don't say Teddy. one thing and do <laughs> Don't say one thing and do another. Uh, that, that, that right there, when you say one thing and do another, it, it, it allows people to question. Uh, I, I don't see – Andy Reid or who are some of the great coaches, Shanahan or all these, any of these other guys, I don't see them uh, out on social media playing. Mm-mm. Players want to, want to do what you want to do, but I don't see a lot of them putting their business business out there. Um, so I, I don't I don't care, one, but, but don't say one thing and do another. Yeah. See, I that, agree. That's not a good luck. That's not a good luck for a head coach. It was uh, anonymous donors. Th- anonymous thank you. donors. Matt that's on the Shot Mazda thank, text thank line, you. let us know. Nice work there, Matt, with the memory. Yeah, anonymous donors, but then he goes publicly and donates to himself, right? And right. certainly not anonymously. No, that was not anonymous. <laughs> uh, but I mean, like I said, it's it is February, right? I'm not gonna bark up a tree just for lack for force football conversation. But, yeah, it's a little bit of a weird look. Uh, you're uh, two weeks removed of telling your quarterback basically to, hey, shut down your social media, and then, boom, you're up there clapping back at a local media member yeah. about their social well, media. Well, it, it was going to come out within the next 12 hours no matter what. I mean, we we found out today Marcus Dixon was retained. Christian Parker was retained. These are two coaches that were on the previous staff. Uh, Vance Joseph is now your new defensive coordinator. Joe Lombardi has been hired – as an offensive coach, it has not been specified what his specific title is going to he be. He was Sean's quarterback coach before taking the gig in, in uh, Charger Land. I'm going to guess he's the offensive coordinator. But this uh, doesn't call plays. Yeah, correct. I mean, just like Nathaniel Hackett was the offensive coordinator previously, but he didn't have the title. Um, I'm going to guess that that's what Joe Lombardi is going to be. But the point is, all that stuff was about to come out within 12 hours, so you easily could have just waited another 12 hours and let that be the dunk on everybody. Mm-hmm. Joe Lombardi is another one interesting to me, too, because it's, again, not like it matters much, but he'll game plan with it. 
But Joe Lombardi, I, we went over it yesterday, Scott. The Chargers in their last, what, four games down the stretch were the highest scoring team in the league at damn near 34 points a game. That's intriguing to me. I don't know how much he's going to be a part of that, but 34 points in one game? Uh, you guys imagine hell, what that would feel like? They had a hell of a quarterback. They well, that's true. I was going to say, that's true. That. You're right. You're right. Two, yeah. two, two things. They had a hell of a quarterback, uh, um, and, and Champagne's calm plays. <laughs> So, you know, I mean, I mean, you know, hey, he's yeah. got a good name. Is it his brother who's the the guy in the the NFL media? This is dad. Sean Payton's offensive oh, record. Uh, yeah. Sean Payton's offensive rankings looks pretty damn good, though. So if you yeah, want to yeah. if you want to look for some optimism, feel free to look at the head coach. Top ten offensive production again, again, in ten years, again, pretty damn good quarterback. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> and so now we get to see with Lombardi, we get to see with Peyton, we get to see what what all these cats could do to a, what a lot of people feel is a broken quarterback. I, I don't necessarily agree with that, but a lot of people. So now how can, how will these offenses work and look with some people deem a broken quarterback? Oh, and we'll see if he is actually broken. I mean, he's not Justin Herbert. Let's not get crazy here. Uh, it was – can he even be what Drew Brees was on the back end there? I don't know that he can necessarily be that uh, either. But Drew, Drew Brees was balling. On I, that's what I'm saying. He's throwing for 5,000 yards and 40 <laughs> yeah. touchdowns this yeah, season. I mean, he, he was flat out balling. I don't think Russ can do that, but I still, uh, I'm with you, Scott. I think he can kind of, you know, can Russ give you 22 and 10 and 4,000 yards? I think he can. Yeah, here's the deal with Russell Wilson. He's never going to be as good as he once was, but if you give him a good offensive play caller, a play caller that knows how to get people open based off of the scheme, not just based off of talent, uh, the coordinator is going to be doing the work. Russell Wilson is good enough to win nine or 10 games a year. Is he good enough to win 13 or 14? Probably not, but he's probably good enough to win nine or 10 and sneak into the playoffs. Well, if that offense can. And, and let me just let me just give you this, and this is Drew Brees last year, which everybody says, well, that ain't the same one. Now, he only played twelve games. Oh, by the way, nine and three in the twelve games he played. In, in his whatever that was, sixteenth, eighteenth, nineteenth year in the league, right? Yeah. Something like that. He was yeah. nine and nine and three. Here's all he did. He had a down year that year. He completed seventy point five percent of his passes. <laughs> Seventy point five. Only had twenty nine hundred and forty two yards in those twenty in those uh, twelve games, but he had twenty four touchdowns, six picks. And that's a guy that's basically on his way out, right? Yeah. Remember yep. Drew Brees last yep. year? That was basically. I mean, this guy oh, he he doesn't have it anymore. He he's you know he's not the same as he once was. He's done. Seventy percent completion, twenty four touchdowns, six picks. You know what? Uh, Sean Payton deserves a lot of credit for that too, though. That's, I, that's, I, I mean, you can't. I, I, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, Drew, I'm okay with that. Drew Brees wasn't what he once was either, right? And and even at the tail end of his career, he had a coordinator, he had an offensive coach that was scheming up ways to make things successful in an easy way, in a manner that a guy that is aging with a uh, with an arm that is not as strong as it once mm-hmm. was. Uh, it was still working. So, you know, for all those reasons, I'm optimistic about Sean Payton with, with Russ. You know what I want to find out? How about this? His, his last four years, 106 touchdowns and 23 picks in his last four years. That's yep. damn good. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, like I said, I, I, and I'm not, I'm not dismissing uh, the, the offensive coordination, but it wasn't like this cat couldn't play. Right? No. It wasn't like his, it, it, this cat couldn't play. The three previous years, 
So his last seven years, 49-52-48-70-52-08-43-34-39-92, and then 29-79-29-42. And obviously the last two years he was hurt hurt more, played in 11 games in 19 and 12 games in 12. So he was hurt, getting banged up too much. And that was that was the demise of Breeze, not not necessarily slippage in play, but slippage in health. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So the the key is can can, and this is why he was hired. Let's don't lie. This is why Peyton was hired, is to to quote unquote fix Russell Wilson. Yeah. And it's also look. I'm going to go back and look at what Sean Payton did in recent years. But he's already been talking about giving Russ a run game that will make life all that much easier. I'm just at the fir- the last two years, so the 2019 and then the 2018 season for the New Orleans Saints. Now go back to 2017. They rushed in 2019, Sean's last year, for 1,738 yards as a team. The two years before that, over 2,000 yards as a team rushing the football. We go back to 2016, they uh, under at 1,742. But his message of I'm going to make Russ's life easier by giving the ball to a running back that we know can be the workhorse. If he holds true to that, that's going to help Russ so much. And if this Broncos team is a 1,700 to 2,000 yard a season running back tandem, this team can compete for the playoffs next year. And and let's be honest, guys. What, What matters is wins and losses. Yeah. Right. I mean, that, that, that's what that's what really going to matter. Um, in his last four years, in fifty-four games, he was 40, forty-one and thirteen. That's good. I'd take that. Hell yes, we <laughs> <You> would. <laughs> hey, the next four years, did they average over ten wins a game? And and now with seventeen-game seasons, you know, maybe you get get a couple in there a little higher than that. Uh, from what we've had over the last seven years, I'm good. Yeah. Give me wins. Give me wins. I don't care if the quarterback. Looks like Peyton Manning in his last year playing. Give me wins. <laughs> yep. Wins, me wins and points. Touchdowns would be very, very fun here in Broncos country. Uh, all right. When we come back, we'll take a timeout. Uh, I actually want to ask you guys a Rockies over under win question. Oh, the, under. 68. The numbers. 67. The, under. Oh, Scott's right there. You're right there, Hastings. Yeah. We'll do a little dancing. We'll do a little betting. When we come back about Rockies over under totals, plus a uh, fight in the Tawan Basketball League that I really want to show you guys. A coach attacked a player, and it Yeah, was knocked that guy out, man. Awesome. They knocked that. <laughs> I would have gone and knocked that guy out. We'll see it next. Hastings in Dover. I'm going to hit you with a little State of the Nuggets coming up at 1 o'clock. Have Scott and Tyler react appropriately. And then Tyler's going to hit us with a little State of the Broncos. Hey, you got a lot of ammo to use now for tomorrow's State of the Broncos. So that'll be coming up tomorrow. JJ Watt. JJ Watt. Yeah, that's right, VJ. VJ, he's back, baby. And he is the Broncos defensive coordinator. I don't even care about preseason, Hall of Fame game, OTAs, training camp, whatever. Get me to September and then every Thursday moving forward so we get some of this magic from Vance Joseph. Oh, we are. But it's also bad things happen. There we go. Also bad things happen. And you know what? We had one hell of a practice week. So we expect things to go well. And he's Mm -hmm. tall. 
Uh, we like tall quarterbacks yeah. around here. We had one hell of a practice week. Remember he kept on giving us the, it was one and, of our best Wednesdays we've had all year. We had a great week of work. We had our best Wednesday of there the year. Is. There it is. <laughs> and he's having the time of his oh, life. Oh, that's right. Vance Joseph is having the time of his I life. I forgot about that. Hey, He's a real guy. Every Thank time you, Sergio. You, every time you bang on the table, it screws I'm up my sorry. headphones. I'm sorry. I can't help it. I'm just like doing it nonstop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, though. And here he is having the time of his life. <laughs> I forgot about old Sergio. What, what happened to Sergio? Um, I don't know. That was the end of Sergio. He, oh, had, he, had, he, had, he had one chance at it. That was his one chance, and he never got another. <laughs> I, I, will, uh, I can kind of relate to Sergio. I don't even know if you two have known this story or Scott that – I got to do sidelines for Westwood One once, and uh, they haven't asked me back because at the end, I screwed up so badly. Oh, you pulled a Sergio. I did pull a Sergio. I didn't do something on air, but I was supposed to get Julius Thomas, and I felt kind of bad. Like, Julius and I were at least friendly. I don't want to say friends because nobody's friends with the players, but I, it was he was supposed to be the post-game interview, and so they're telling me in my ear, you got to go get Julius. You know, your sideline people will help you find him, and Julius was nowhere to be found. And they're like, go get him. You got to get Julius they're in my ear yelling at me. I'm like running with my mic and my pack into the Broncos locker room. Schubert's like, you can't go in there. And I'm like, I have to. I'm going to get fired. <laughs> and they wouldn't let me in, obviously. But that was the last time they asked me to come along and work the sidelines. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah good thing. Good thing. Schubert uh, sat there and said, hey, Julius, you're supposed to do this uh, the conversation. Good thank thing you, he went Scott. got him and helped you out. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Good PR people right there. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice job, Schubert. <laughs> Um, hey, let me ask you guys something a little bit unrelated, but it is football. The uh, XFL started this past weekend, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, There's a game tonight. And, and whatever. And I'm not going to watch any of it. I don't care about it. I'm 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 out of my football zone area. I, I'm going to try to fix Kel McCarr's head and the, the Nuggets' chances of winning a championship. That's more important to me right now than the XFL. However, and you saw it in play in this first weekend of the season, their rule – which I'm not sure maybe the NFL ought to not look at, but it, the instead of the onside kick, yeah, the 4th and 15. The 25-yard line, you got a 4th and a 15 mm-hmm. to go. Go pick it up. In fact, one of the games ended because the team was able to pick it up and, and go out and win a game on the first weekend. Oh, hey, really? the NFL is stodgy. The NFL is stodgy and probably will never put a rule in like that. Or it'll be ten years behind the times. I, don't, I, I, don't I know, think Scott. this is a great rule. I, th- I think it's going to come. I think it's going to come quicker than you think. That that, that rule is a no brainer. Uh, Josh and I Should talked be. about it the other day. First off, the most dang- if if the NFL is really about player safety, the most dangerous play in all of football is the onside kick. By far the more most than dangerous kick return. Oh yeah, way way more. Okay. I mean, because the only goal of of the of the front line is to literally just go blow up the other human being so that <laughs> one human being can try to catch the yeah. ball. Uh, it's the most dangerous play in all of football, and it's the least successful play in all of football. I, I don't know what the actual conversion rate is, but it's probably like like two percent. If if yeah. that, I, I think it's between. Yeah, I think I think you're right on. I think it was between one and. Three percent when Josh right. looked it up a couple of years ago. Right. So you know they got to find a play that fourth and fifteen, fourth and twenty, whatever it is. You don't want it to be only two percent, but say fourth and fifteen is a a ten percent conversion rate. 
Well, that's a whole lot better Pro- because, probably, they, yeah. because then there's an actual chance that you could actually pull this off and come back and win the game. But you're right, Scott. Mm-hmm. It, it, it definitely needs to come. I think it will come. And the XFL had some other good rules, too, with the uh, with their actual kickoffs where they've got the guys lined up on, like, the 30, and they can't move until the returner actually catches the ball. So the only people that can move is the returner and the kicker. Right. Until right. the ball is well, actually fielded. And that creates well, and, 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 yeah. and again, that that's that, – that's setting up for having a lot better returns, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is. Because return returns, which now guys just kick it out of the end zone. Hey, if you do that, guys can pull it out of the end zone a little bit more easy, right? Yep. They can go two yards deep. They can pull it out. Um, yeah, that that's an interesting too. But but remember the one dude that got paralyzed and 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 they they for a while wanted to get rid of kickoffs too. They they didn't want the guys charging down on kickoffs either. Yeah. So. Um, it, that that's an interesting one. I I, I go back though. I still want to go back to four the fifteen, and I I heard Andy and um, Nate. Nate talking His about name's it. Nate, yeah, yeah. Nate talking about it the other day. Um, he said, "Well, you can't do it all game. Somebody like Kansas City is going to do it every play, and it's going to be you know uh, make it take it football." Well, on one hand, stop somebody. Yeah, <laughs> but I agree. Get, you know, okay. <laughs> um, but what what if you did it like like challenges? You get three. If you're and you can do it in the first quarter and you get it, pick it up for the 15. You still got two more. Mm-hmm. If you don't get it, you only got one more. See, I like that. I'm down for that. You know, do it. Do it like the challenges. I'm almost okay with the make it take it thing. Like you said, stop them. You're, so you're gonna entertain me with a whole bunch of football and scoring. I'm in for that. No, you can't do make it take it. You you can't do that. Why I mean, not? This whole league's a gimmick. Let's uh, let's lean in. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that though. There's two offenses are getting too good nowadays. Can you imagine Patrick Mahomes with make it take it? That's what I'm saying. Good luck, everyone else. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> good luck to the Broncos. By the way, this is something that I think is smart on the XFL's part. They have a game tonight. You can watch the uh I don't know what the cities are, but the Battle Hawks are taking on the Sea Dragons. And uh, it's Thursday night. It's on FX and it's on ESPN Plus. Now I'm gonna be watching the Nuggets, but they start at five. That game will be over at seven thirty. This game starts at seven. You you can watch Nuggets and XFL tonight if you were so inclined. Okay. Yeah. Anybody gonna check it out? Battlehawks, Sea Dragons, doing anything for I you? I mean, when I happen Uh-oh. to come across it on my TV and I'm not like looking for it, yeah, I'll watch it. I'm probably not gonna go seek it out on FX though. Scott. Uh, I'll be uh, doing post-game stuff for the Nuggets and then on a bus and then on an airplane to Memphis. It's kind of a oh, big deal. That's right, yeah. yeah. You got stuff so to I do. So I won't be able to do that. Yeah, I don't, know that we'll, uh, I don't know that we'll bring you the breakdown tomorrow of Battle Hawk, Hawks and Sea Dragons, but, you know, if something crazy happens and someone puts it Although on the internet, Se- sea, dragons, well, sea Dragons are Seattle, but, and they always get a really good fan base for their XFL game. The crowd is, or the game is at Lumen Field. Yeah. Listen, they, they tried to make uh, uh, NFL Europe a, a quote-unquote minor league-type system for the NFL. And I got to believe, since Rock is involved, right, in the XFL, mm-hmm. I, I got to believe that his end goal is to make this a minor league system for the NFL. Yeah, and he's already that, working with the NFL, Scott. He, he, he's he got a working relationship with them. They're working on the rules. They're experimenting with the rules with the NFL. Yeah. They, they are be, working be, together. Absolutely. Be, be a place where you can experiment on some rules like this 4th of 15, the kickoff stuff. You start training up young NFL officials, getting an affiliation with the NFL uh, Referees Association, yep. NFLRA, whatever it is, and, 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 and get your guys – 
get an actual contact sport, NFL live action type football, start training these guys up, you know, have some crossover, have some young guys that maybe didn't grade out so well that was the NFL. Hey, you're, by the way, you're working the XFL games too. Um, but if you can make this a, a true minor league system, uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know. Yeah. Although I'll say the G, the G League now, every team has their own team. You still don't see a whole lot of those games televised. Not unless it's like Ignite or whoever that other team is. Yeah, you, you got to find them. I mean, you can find them. You can go online and, and search them out, and there's, there's places that do that. But um, I think you can watch them on Facebook still. Yeah, but nothing pulls ratings like football. Oh, that, yeah, that, no that, way. That's no just way. the reality. Yeah. I mean, football does have a fighting chance of being televised and, and really in prime time I have, with these other leagues. I have XFL ratings. Let me find them real quick. It wasn't good for the first weekend that it was. So XFL, Pro Football Talk had the numbers last night. They say XFL 3.0 debuts to significantly lower ratings than XFL 2.0, which was in 2020, right? right? They during had to the pandemic. Stop it down during the pandemic. Viewership was at least 50% less this time around than it was there in 2020. Uh, It reflects a 54% drop-off over the 3.3 million who tuned in for the first game uh, in February of 2020. That was cut by 54%. I I also don't think that they had a game in primetime, and the XFL 2.0 debuted in primetime, which is a a huge huge difference. And then, you know what? I'll be interested to see what tonight is because it was the first weekend. Scott and I talk about this a lot of XFL did their thing the weekend right after the Super Bowl. And, and look, we all know it, right? The weekend right after Super There's Bowl. fatigue. We're doing a damn contest about football fatigue and forgiveness. Yeah. So it's, it's that first weekend where you're going, I want a break. Or your wife or your significant other is certainly going, you're taking a break. Mm-hmm. If the XFL can get – and out there to the public, an understanding of the rules, uh, an understanding of, of, you know, the talent a little bit. You got to start selling some of the talent they have. Um, and then you got to get Vegas behind you. And, and if you can find a way to get Vegas behind you, cause betters, betters are going to bet. You're right. Right. And, and if this becomes a consistent quality enough game, that all of a sudden Vegas are going to say, hey, the broom handles are, are you know, six and a half favorites of, of you know, the snob knockers. <laughs> then yeah. once Vegas gets involved and says, yay, you got a chance. Mm-hmm. You, you, you got a legitimate chance because now you go, well, because what is the one thing we're fascinated about Vegas with, when we always talk about on this show or any of the radio shows really? is how did they know? That looks like that game was going to be a blowout. They had it at three and a half. It ended at three. Yeah. How, how do they know that? You know You know what I'm saying? Until the XFL can go, how did they know? <laughs> how did they know the snob knockers was going to cover on that? How, yeah. how they, they gave them six points and they, and they, they, they lost by, you know, five. Mm-hmm. How, how did they know? They're damn good. So it, once Vegas understands that, if Vegas ever understands how to line the USFL, your numbers are going to jump. Automa- mm-hmm. Numbers are going to jump. They're, gamblers they, are gamblers. are gamblers. You know, I have no idea how they're setting the lines, but they're already doing it. When you turn on the game, it, it, when you look at the scoreboard and it says 7-0, to zero, it also says minus 3.5 or plus 3.5. Uh, so they're, they're digging all into it. What league? I think it was the... AAF or, or one of one of these startup I forgot leagues, about the AAF. They they had a bunch of money invested in their gambling technology 
And even though the league folded, they sold that technology for like $50 really? million. Dollars. I did not know this. Yeah, yeah, it was it, it, it was a big deal. But XFL is definitely doing what you're saying. Well, guys. yeah, and one of our texters just said they had live odds going across the screen during the What do you mean games. one of your texters? Your partner just said that. You didn't say that about the live odds. Yes, I did. Oh, I got to listen to you a little bit better, <laughs> I think. All right, let's take a timeout. When we come back. Uh, hey, hey, once again, Teddy. Teddy, stupid. Dan is trying to download Teddy's voice to make the comparison against Tyler Columbus. What's taking so long? Yeah. It's only been oh, three seconds. Three oh three. Oh, you got show. it. It is a dirty show. Yeah. Oh no, it's an it's an innuendo show, and they do they will say a few things. <laughs> okay, it makes me like it even more. It's going to make me like you more, Tyler. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, when we come back, let's, let's get to <laughs> the knoblickers. That, yeah, that was a good one, Scott. Uh, the state of the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I think you did say liquors. No, I, said, I just uh, said that. He didn't whoa. say that. <laughs> no. Yeah. All right, when we come back, I got to snob. I said snob knockers. A state of the Nuggets plus we'll uh, figure out who Tyler sounds like from Bob's Burgers. It's all coming at you next. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.